to some scary movie. You like scary movies? Uh-huh. What's your favorite scary movie? Uh, I don't know. You have to have a favorite. What comes to mind? Um, Halloween. You know, the one with the guy in the white mask who walks around and stalks babysitters. Hi, I'm Char. I'm Ollie. And we are Creeping It in the Family, a podcast where we dish details about all things horror. Episode 28. Episode 27. Fuck, I even have 27 wrote down, but I why thought... Did you, why did you second guess yourself? Because. Are you sure? Yes. Because I remember the last Audacity file I'd opened, it said episode 27, Jaws. And I know that was a few episodes ago now, but I think like I don't close the application down, I just save it on top of one another. So I thought, right, episode 27 must have been the last one. No, I'm episode. I'm um, I'm sure episode twenty six on popular horror. Right, opinion. episode twenty seven. It follows. Oh, you fucked it. How did you rate this film? I like this film. It's different. It's a weird one because not actually a lot happens. There's not there's not that much that goes on. There's very few deaths. There's... I think it has what The Shining had going for it. I, I'm obviously not on the grander scale. Yeah. For what it was, but it's sort of like the the music. And the uncertainty of things. The the music puts I didn't, you on edge. I didn't really notice all that after through, but the music's re- like the the score's really old school, like seventies, eighties. Yeah. L- like not Halloween, like but in the sense where it's th- it was. I thought it was really good. I I didn't even notice it was. I've seen this film a few times before. Yeah, same. But I I, I never noticed the music, and it's actually quite good. It's it's an eerie track. Yeah, I like the music. It's a good soundtrack. But yeah, I enjoy the film. It's a it's a different concept. Yeah, and I think if you round it up for anyone who hasn't watched it, it's essentially uh, it, there's you can't even describe what it is because it's it's not an entity, it's not a demon. It's essentially it's an STD when yeah. you sleep with someone. Um, that so if you've got it, there's only one person can have it at once. If you have got it, there's it's a, a shapeshifter essentially that just follows you. It's very slow. It's only a walking pace. But it comes directly to you and it'll kill you when it gets you. It reminds me of the snail. Yeah, it reminds exactly, me of the yeah. snail. Well, that, have we asked that question before? No, we haven't. Well, that can be today's then, okay. I think. So, yeah, essentially, it follows you around and if it gets to you, it'll kill you. Um, it, it can portray itself as many different humans, some you may know, like you may think that look like people you know, or it can be completely random. And the way to get rid of it is either... Well, the only way to get rid of it is either you die or you sleep with someone else. And, and then it gets passed on. But if the person you passed it on to dies, they, it comes back down you. the line to you. Yeah. So essentially, it is just a representation of an STD, like an incurable one. Because once you've got it, you've got it, that's it. Except, yeah. except you can't get rid of it by passing say, it on. It's not, it's just but not other than that, yeah, essentially, it's just a very deadly STD. Yeah, I mean, I've written about two pages of notes and you've just summed up into... <laughs> about five minutes of explanation so yeah go you so we hope you enjoyed this podcast <laughs> uh, bye <laughs> tune in next week oh shit we haven't stuffed what we're watching next week let's do it now short okay. turn I think yeah what um, are you fancying let's do Deep Blue Sea Deep Blue Sea I'm happy with that yeah okay alright let's go then oh, we've done it all wrong now it's going to stress me out what do you mean we've done we've it gone wrong? out of order <laughs> what do you mean we've gone out of order we've, not, we've, we've said the film before we've... I know but normally we discuss beforehand yeah, what film we're going to watch and then announce at the end but we'll go over it again at the end of the film okay right so it opens up with a girl called Annie running and looking absolutely panicked just straight away to comment on that you get the impression from the start that this girl's fully aware of what's happening because she's obviously like you say she's panicked she's in a like a stressed state but when people are asking if she's okay and she needs help she says no I'm fine so you get the impression that she knows that, that what's 
what's after and no one else can help with or no one else can see it. So when people were asking, Annie, are you okay? Ah. Are you okay? Is that a name? I didn't even know her name Are you okay, Annie? Annie? But yeah, so you get you get the impression straight away that this this girl is aware of this thing like no one else can help her, no one yeah. else can probably even see what it is because to the audience at this point you don't see what's following her, you just know she's running from something. Yeah, and that's the point. It could be anything, couldn't it? And yeah. it does open up because especially with the thing with this film is it's not in set in a particular era. Yeah. Like it, it's really unbalanced and it's done deliberately, but it does give off really 80s slasher sort of vibes. Yeah. And so... Even without the slasher, essentially. Yeah, but, but we stopped, don't know it's yeah. going to be a slasher it, or it's not going to be a slasher at that point in time. Another important, say, rule to this entity, we'll just call it that because you can't really put a name on it, but you it's, only you, the only way you can see it is if you've got it or either you've had it previous. Yeah. If you've had it previous and it's not after you anymore, you can still see it following you. Yeah, but if you have got it, obviously... You will also you see will it. Also but see the, it. The, a normal person couldn't see it. No. Unless they've had it before. Yeah. So she's running around looking really panicked. She runs into the house. I presume it's a parent's house. and But then runs straight back out, gets into the car and drives to it. I think it's a beach. I'm going to say it's a beach. Yeah. Um, the car headlights are on her and I thought this was really suspenseful. It was it was quite eerie, the fact that only the car headlights were there. And it's it follows with the idea of an mm-hmm. STD. It I follows. <laughs> um it isolates you just like an std can isolate you yeah that's something you don't the thing is you don't see it until not to be confused with pennywise yeah you don't see the entity until quite later on in the film so you you see a lot of chase scenes leading up to it and you see the the boy well her boyfriend at the time i think you see him scared of something and point like you he literally says oh is can you not see that so and the audience at this point is kept in the dark we can't see that either until the antagonist antagonist yeah protagonist protagonist until the protagonist uh conceives and then she has now got it as well so it's it is shot well the fact that you still feel suspense even though you don't know what's coming through yeah, it is good. So the day breaks and she's dead. That's sort of the next thing we know about this girl, Annie. She's, she's absolutely trashed, yeah, isn't she? Her legs it, oh, are snapped. It's, it's awful. Yeah, it? it's a real gruesome It's a shocker at the start death. of the film. It's good. And then we cut back to the protagonist, Jay, who's cleaning out the pool. Um, it looks way too cold to swim. I always think about that in this film. I'm like, why is she swimming yeah, that? It looks it freezing, looks freezing. It? Uh, It's revealed that she's going on a date with a guy called Hugh. She's, I presume that a sister is I, I can't remember her sister's name she's got a sister and yeah. then she's got i think they're sort of like friends with these two other people so there's paul and then yara yeah and then that's that's sort of the two people like the, the main characters of the film not to be confused with yara not to be confused one. by yara stepmom yara hi yara and oh god when she goes th- this is my first thing so when she first goes into the house and the, the girl's reading from a shell phone I want that in my God, life. God, I thought for fuck's sake, what? When would that ever, ever, ever be a thing? Hashtag hipster. No, I. Th- it's just impractical. The shape of it, the size, like, I don't know. I some films. I wonder how this works because some films you can blatantly see they're using an iPhone. Uh, it's the layout's the same, the phone looks the same, and then some films you can tell it's a smartphone. It's an Apple knockoff, but it's not directly an iPhone. I wonder if that's due to copyright issues or. It's not a phone now. It's not actually a phone, it's just, it's like a Kindle. What, the shell? Yeah, it's not a phone, it's a is, reader. Is it? I thought they was checking social media on it and stuff. No, she's checking it, she's reading. 
Oh, right. But it, yeah, I do want it in my life. I mean, it is very impractical and very small, and yeah. so I'd feel the struggle, but it it's worth it. It's pretty cool. Then we've got uh, meeting the guy that she's on the date with, Hugh. That's not his real name, though. I can't remember what his real name is, but it's not his real name. He's mostly known as Hugh, isn't he? Yeah. They play the trading places game whilst in the queue for the cinema. He picks a little boy and then makes a comment about the idea that he's got his whole life ahead of him sort of thing. And that sort of twigs you onto the fact, okay, something's not right here. She says she's like, yeah, she says you're only 21. Why are you looking at an outlook where you haven't got long left? Yeah. And so then they get into the actual cinema itself and she picks for her turn. And he says the girl in the yellow dress, but Jay doesn't see the girl in the yellow dress neither do the audience no. but that could be easily mistaken so at this point in time if you know if you're none the wiser about the film and what's going on it could just be all right she's sitting down or she hasn't yeah. seen the girl because we don't know what it is and we never know what it is can i just say as well for a start that i really like the protagonist in this i like jay she's a i think she, she's a good character she played the role well yeah yeah she's she's cool i like her so the Guy is quick to rush off with her once she says she doesn't see yeah, the little girl. Well, the girl in the yellow there, dress. He? Yeah, he gets out of there, and then they end up at dinner together. And this is the first time that we see what is the entity. The, the entity. But we don't know that yet because we don't. If if we're re, if we're watching it from the perspective of somebody who's never watched it before, you'd never notice it. You'd never know. It's it. just that they're having drinks. Well, do and... we know that that's it? That's a thing. Yeah, we never know. The, the, throughout this film, because essentially the the entity is, it's just a person. Sometimes you can easily tell they're out of place because they're naked or they're, yeah. they're looking. They're looking. There's bad an old shape. woman in a white you, gown yeah, in a high school. It, yeah, <laughs> in a high school. But other times it can just be a completely normal looking person just making a beeline directly towards you. Mm. So throughout the film, there's shots where in the background you can see a blurred vision or sometimes not even that blurred of a person walking directly towards the camera. But you can never truly say is that it or not yeah. because it could just be a normal person walking. Well, you know, we sort of presume that this thing, this person walking towards them is the entity the first time yeah, you because think that's what the directors what did you think they're like oh yeah, shit is that it they're sitting there at the dinner table but actually those two are out of focus it's focused in on the yeah. person walking towards them and we sort of assume that that's going to happen and then the next time we see them both is cut into another day and a load of bump happens before that but we don't really need to yeah. about that uh, the by the water kissing it leads to sex afterwards she's sort of laid uh, chatting across the back seat, yeah, yeah, just talking and like he kisses her, but then he, he he chloroforms her essentially. And if you do not know any better, you sort of think, oh, is this it, yeah, the antagonist this, of the film? Guy? Yeah, yeah. Quick question: Do you see him as an antagonist? I don't. I, I don't. I no, th- I, don't. I think he did things in the best way he possibly could. Imagine if he was in that scenario, because essentially, yeah, he chloroforms her, straps her to this chair because at this point they've slept together, and he he. Had, explains to her while she's strapped and by the way it's in this really weird setting it's in like an abandoned multi-story like car park it's under a bridge it's not it's in it it's in a building it's not the bridge is underneath them and then you can see the ground from where it's it not the build the building's in the background and then the look out because they walk to the edge of the building and then you can see that it walking towards her where there's oh, multiple okay. floors to it but um so they've slept together at this point so he now knows that she's she's, she's got this got entity it. yeah she's got this std um and he explains it to her and i was thinking they don't really try to portray him as a bad person. But no, I he's not some, a bad guy. Some people might think, God, what a dickhead. But the only thing he did do wrong was he could have put a top back on her at least. He got fully dressed and he left her Yeah, he Yeah, he sort of left her half naked and yeah, then sort of, and dumped her out the car. He explains 
the rules of essentially what's happening. Yeah, the the fact that this entity is going to follow you, you've got to run away, you can't. It, it's slow, but it'll find you, it'll keep walking to you. Yeah. It can appear in many different forms. Throughout the film, it goes from you see, you see the entity, then there's three seconds where it cuts camera shots, goes back to the entity, and it's something else. It's, it's a new entity. Yeah, so he, he just basically explains the rules and then ditches her with her friends, doesn't he? he drives, yeah. Drops her off back at home. So, yeah, he, you could argue that he went about it in baddish ways, but how you, you can't explain that to someone in a normal way. They're just going to think you're fucking insane and and com- be completely oblivious to it. And you've got to think, it's in Hugh or the previous... Um, the previous person who's got the SCD, it's in their best interest to make sure you don't die. Yeah. Because if you die, then it comes back, it comes to, them. back to them. So it's not like he was doing it, like stitching her up. If anything, he was saying, this is your best chance to avoid it. I don't know. I think, I don't think he's an antagonist. I think he's a, he's a teenage boy. Well, yeah. he's not a teenager, he's an adult man. Yeah. But, you know, he's, he's only just come into adulthood. But he could have picked somebody better. I think, well, somebody worse to sleep with. I think later on in the, the movie, you kind of get a, it kind of settles your nerves in the sense where you think, yeah, actually, he isn't a bad guy. When they go and find him again, you can see he's sat there on a the field, like shaking everywhere, yeah, so paranoid. Edge. So, your options are you're either pass it on or you, you die, you sign your own death wish, yeah. or, or you try and run it for the rest of your life, which is just completely impractical. So, yes, what he did was a dick move, but I think anyone, in majority of people in that situation, would do the same. But yeah, you're right, you think you try and pass you... it onto a slagger or something, someone who never sleeps around. Yeah, who then sleep. Yeah, because then they're going to get around multiple people. <laughs> Maybe one of phrased it. The, slag. Well, slag. a woman who sleeps with plenty of... There you go. A slag. Or, or bloke. I don't know how the yeah. entity works. Can it be passed on uh, homosexually? <laughs> what? Is that straight? No. no it just that? made me laugh how you said it. Well, I'm, the question still stands. I was, trying, I was trying to do it in the most yeah, offensive yeah, phrase possible. Yeah, yeah, because I presume it's the idea that... Is it, um, is it making love? Is that it, essentially? That's what passes yeah, it on. Yeah, it's sex, isn't it? Yeah. It's having sex. Because I'd imagine, a, like, obviously these are questions left unanswered because they don't need to be, but if you had a condom on, would it not pass on? That's a point. We never know Completely whether... irrelevant points that don't really matter to the film, but it's the ones where... When yeah, you, it's quite important. That's you, quite an... When you watch it a few times, you think, oh, I wonder... Yeah, it's quite an interesting question, like, concept that if, if they're wearing a condom, does it change things? Because if it's a metaphor for STDs, yeah. then surely it should stop there because yeah. the condom protects you against STDs. And welcome to our TED Talk. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got, she, well, yeah, he dumps her, essentially. Once he's proved to her that this person's following her and getting really close to her, he dumps her outside a house and then drives off. Yeah. And she ends up talking to the police and then in hospital after it. Obviously, they presume she's been raped. Yeah. Because, well, she admits it's con- it was consensual, yeah, which is be- important for the film, I think. Yeah, because it was, you know, she was dumped in, he, he ran off, she was dumped in her underwear, like she yeah. was crying, she was a mess, she was upset. But you know, she does say you know it was consensual. It it wasn't it wasn't the sex. It was what what happened afterwards, really. And during that scene in the multi-story, she sees it for the first time. It's a naked woman walking towards yeah. him. So I think that kind of gives the first. This might not. Be, I don't think she's fully convinced yet. But she's like, who, who was that woman? This might not be total bullshit. Yeah. Because most people at this point are thinking he's chatting a load of shit and just live life as normal and yeah. get killed. But she does actually see it. Yeah. So it cuts to Jay at school. She notices there's a woman in white walking towards her. It's very Halloween. Yeah. Did you notice as well? Yeah. So she's looking out the window and yeah. sees it. Cle- Horror cliche. Yeah. But um, there's a kid in the there's a kid, another kid in the class called Greg, and we don't find it out just yet. But we learn that they used to go out, so yeah. they'd already slept together. But I got the inkling that his sister was into him as well. Her yeah, sister I got was that. Into him and I just. 
that's why I didn't think you'd thought like that. That's quite a um, that's quite a rough patch to have in a story like, like your sister fancying or wanting to be with your big sister's ex. And I thought maybe they'll delve into that a bit yeah, more. Is that going to have a problem with the story? Like you, I was thinking, not not when I watched it the first time, but I thought an interesting way to go about the story would have been those two. Like if her sister never knew, like she was scared to tell her sister about the entity. So this guy sleeps with her. And the guy, Greg never believes it, does he? He never no, he believes doesn't. So, and then... Because ne- it never comes after him, that he sees. Yeah, then his sister coming on to Greg, not knowing that his sister, her sister and Greg have slept together, and then, and then she, she gets, gets it. it. That'd be like, quite that, a That's one. what I mean. That would have been an God, interesting God, why did you style. not direct this film? Well, <laughs> well, to contact me if you're, if you're interested. It follows in too. Jobs. Yeah. It's still following. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think a sequel would be out of place a bit. It's Unless you find a way to kill it, but they're normally the cringy ones when it's like the first film's about this crazy demon that you can never get rid of. Yeah. And, and the then... second one's like you go into a library and read an old book. Yeah. And you can find that out. You can find an old book. Yeah, so she, she uh, sees this old woman, and there's nothing like untoward about this old woman. She doesn't look gruesome. She doesn't look. And that's it doesn't the look scary, scary thing, yeah, but yeah. it just follows you. It makes a beeline straight towards and you. And it, it's walking towards her. It's, walking, it's not walking at a quick pace. It's just walking at a pace. It's not getting any faster. And she notices, and obviously it triggers something, so she stands up and she leaves automatically. Yeah, it helps that it's so out of place. The grandma, because she's in a classroom and she's walking across this big field, like the, the big field in between mm. buildings, and these students sat around the grass chatting and that, and this is a, a really old grandma in a white robe, and I think she's got a knee brace on. Yeah. So if that was actually, if that woman was actually there, everyone would be turning heads thinking, yeah. what the fuck Nobody's is she doing? Nobody's paying attention But yeah, to nobody even notices it. That's what, I think that's what makes her think, shit, that's it, it's yeah. coming for me. So she ends up going to where her sister, and I presume Paul as well works. Uh, it's a little ice cream shop, and she's absolutely devastated. Like she's she's freaked out thoroughly, as you would be. And Paul, bless him, I love this actor. He was in It's Kind of a Funny Story, and I love that film. Uh, he offers to stay over on yeah. the couch. Now he's obviously in love with Jay. Yeah. And Jay Jay agrees because she hopes it'll make her feel better. So they're all sleeping in the same room, apart from Paul, who's downstairs. Jay can't sleep, so and this is back to the era thing. So the, he's watching a black and white movie on a, a, an old television. Yeah, it, it, oh, it's really weird. Yeah, I know what you're saying. But she can't sleep, so he sits with her. They're sitting and chatting, and they get talking about past memories, and they are quite cute, actually. Yeah, it's I not, like it's, them. It's, it's not one that you get massively into, but you still there's a bit of like, oh, yeah, that, that type of thing. Yeah, they're they're a nice couple. I don't think they're particularly well matched. No, but I they uh, they they're quite cute, and they're just chatting and having a giggle, and then the window breaks in the kitchen, so Paul goes to check it out and leaves Jay, and he he comes back and he's like, right, there's nobody, there's nobody there, but the the kitchen window is broken, yeah. and so he goes to go and get a sisters and a, a sister and a friend, and so while he's upstairs, Jay's sort of on edge and she doesn't really know what to do, so she ends up going and checking, and that she then sees. Sort of a like a dishevelled in the kitchen, yeah, yeah standing in the kitchen, pissing herself, and stepping forward, and she's walking towards it. And I really, really loved this um, slow motion that like jump that she did. Yeah, it was a really good shot. It's actually probably my favourite shot in the whole film. And she runs upstairs, flies into the room, and it's only her, her sister, and is Paul in there as well? Yeah. Yeah, and so they're all freaking... Like, she's freaking out. They're all sort of like, there's 
there's nothing yeah, there. There's nothing and there. even Paul's like, I, I checked in the kitchen, there was nobody there. Yeah. And Jay's really firm on it. She's like, no, there is, there is, there is. And then there's a knock on the door and it's the friend, Yara. So yeah, they open the door and just as Yara sort of steps in, this freaked That's me out. Good. That it's, is it's a, a really, freaky thing. It's grave encounters looking, like the, the length of him in yeah. the eyes. But it's essentially this very tall bloke with his eyes made, made black. Yeah. yeah. And it, it it's so well shot because it's not a jump scare. You can see him coming from the back. You can you can you get a glimpse. It's not like it's like rah and he's in your face, but he just like the way he gets through the door. He like moves his back about and stuff. Yeah, it just looks very unhuman. Like, but it know, is a human. Do you know who he reminds me of? Obviously not his height and that. What he reminds me of Darry from Jeepers Creepers. <gasps> We should do Jeepers Creepers instead. I'm changing my mind. Right, we'll do Jeepers okay. Creepers. Okay, but yeah, it reminds me of Darry. You know, at the end when he misses, his eyes are missing. Yes. And that's that's what freaks me out. So she freaks out massively. Sort of breaks through to the balcony, falls to the floor, runs off on a bike, and we notice that the guy from school, Greg, who's with another girl in the car, he spots her. Yeah. So she goes to the. It's like an old playground, and she's just sitting at the op- in an open space because I'm presuming she's sort of remembering what Hugh has told her, which is, do you know, try not to be in a place where there's only one entrance yeah. and one exit, or else you're going to be trapped. And she's sitting and waiting, and then they all follow her. So now you've got Paul, Yara, and the sister, and then Greg comes in as well. But you know what is very refreshing? They believe her. Everyone but Greg does, doesn't he? Everyone they? but Greg. But which... Greg's even still willing to go along with things and, like, takes her where she needs to go. Yeah, the... the... This film with Greg, mainly just with Greg, but I think it's a, it's a hard one. Some, I think there's like a balance. Like, what are those scales called where there's like a thing on either end and it's... Do you know Dream what? scales. Yeah, do you like the old school yeah. ones. Do you know what I mean? Grandma had a set, do you remember? Yeah. It's like you've got to provide a lot of evidence for the audience to be entertained, but also not enough where it's absolutely ludicrous for all of the characters not to believe her. Yeah. And I think when Greg still goes on after he sees that door get blasted through and stuff when they're at the beach, yeah. I think you'd, the evidence... That, I know you might still think they can't be, but you'd, you'd majority believe him. But he throughout the whole film just does not believe that at all, doesn't he? No. But I do enjoy that the rest of the characters believe what she's saying. Yeah, it's a refreshing change because usually it takes a long time for somebody to start believing somebody else. Especially because this is a ludicrous thing. Like, if yeah. you're saying that somebody's standing there walking towards you and they're like, where? Yeah. It's, you know, it, it's 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 going to be hard to believe. So Greg finds them. She says she needs to go see Hugh because she needs to work out what's going on. And he agrees to take them. So he does take them. They yeah. get to Hugh's and the place is absolutely littered with bottles and cans. Presumably, if something came to follow him, that it would make a noise. Yeah, I think he... It's like booby-trapped. He, he, well, he lived in an abandoned house, didn't he? I think he just tried to get as far away from his home as he possibly could. Because yeah. remember, you've got to buy yourself time. Yeah. So when he'd have left his hometown, he had to get somewhere, meet a girl, because most girls wouldn't sleep with you straight away. No. So he had to meet a girl, get to know her, take her out on dates, like get her to trust him enough to be able to sleep with him, and then get the hell out of there and go home. So he... I don't know how far it was he travelled, but that's why he would have been living in a pigsty by himself because yeah. he's eventually squatting. Yeah, and Jay's sort of thing was because at the very beginning when the police were interviewing him and they're like, do you know where he lives? She's like, I know his address, but I've never been in yeah. because he said he's ashamed of his house. Yeah. And it it was all a ploy, really, because he just he was staying there just to get to know her, yeah. sleep with her, and then go back home and sort of try and live his life like normal. Yeah. There's a cheap little wardrobe scare, which I thought was really unnecessary. Mm. It... It felt really out of place in the film for me. I mean, you know what? I, you don't like jump scares, 
but I don't mind them. They don't ruin a film for me. But especially when a film's got this much tension and there's not many jump scares in it, yeah. for it to be just suddenly dropped in. Yeah, it, I know what you're saying. It was a bit of a cliche. It was unnecessary and it wasn't needed. Um, <laughs> Paul goes up to Hugh's room, finds porn and some used tissues, and yeah. he just brushes them off and yeah. just starts reading. It's fucking weird. It is weird. Like, what? Greg does look weird, though. Not Greg. Paul. Yes, yes, Greg. Greg. Which one's... No, Paul. Paul does Paul. look weird, yeah. Yeah, Paul is a bit of an odd bod. But he's all right. There's comics against the window, and then Jay is sort of looking through, and Jay sees somebody walking towards the house, and she doesn't know whether that's an entity, the entity or it's just a random person walking towards the house. So it's you're always on edge, because you never know who it is. Yeah. The... Ominous camera shots also create quite an eerie feel because it could be anyone. So the camera works really good in this yeah. as well. I, I really enjoyed how this was played out. They go find Hugh. There's a girl behind Jay that I noticed. And this is where you were talking about him being on edge. Yeah. Because he's like, can everybody see her? Yeah. And they all turn around and like, yeah. So you can imagine he's lived <laughs> through hell at this point. He's not, he did what any person I think would do when put in that position. Yeah. You know, it's the idea that it could be anyone. Yeah. That, that chloroform thing was for her own good. Yeah, he didn't do. He, he could have just left her to it. Yeah. But then it was in his best interest to not just leave her to it because and if it came over and touched her and she was none the wiser. And bear in mind, he, he must be a good guy to. Well, not a good guy. It's not even a good guy, but it means you're morally right. Yeah. Because he could have easily chloroformed, chloroformed her and raped her. He didn't need cons- consent, did, did he? Yeah. He had the chloroform there. He'd probably had access to it before, but he waited till she felt trusted. I know it's still not great, the circumstances, yeah. but he did it in the rightest way possible, I think. Yeah, definitely. I wonder if the, this is this is something I was interested in. So if you had... So this thing, whatever it is, if you flew to Australia, how would it get there? I'm not sure. Uh, Film Theory did a video on it, um, how to... Not to defeat it, because he genuinely believes that you can't defeat this entity, mm. but what's the best way... And he, he said the best way isn't, you've got to think it will get to you no matter what. Yeah. Whether it can walk across water, we don't know. But all we do know is it, it, it will get to you. Maybe it has to board a plane like the snail would, which we'll get into later. Um, But he it will get to you. So he worked out that the best thing to do was he worked, he, he used mathematics and worked out like how quick it walks and all sorts of things. And it's like to have a job because... He also puts into fact that we've got to remember these are teenage kids. Mm. They're not going to have loads of money. It's not practical to fly to a different no. country and keep flying everywhere. And he worked out like exactly how much distance you'd need and how long it would take to get to you. So how long you'd have safely to move from that area. Yeah. And it was like a job in like a job a certain amount of miles away. Because it could be done if they if it's walking at one pace, you could live with it for the rest of your life. You just you, you'd just be a wreck. You get used to the route it takes. Like if you went from point A to B and sat out and stared at the window, you could be like, right, this took it exactly twenty three minutes to get here or four hours to get here. Yeah. And then go to your next point and be like, right, it took exactly this long. And you could even learn its routes if you followed it. But would it follow you? Yeah, you, yeah, you, you would. But if you if you chose the route that you was gonna go home. It only it walks at a consistent speed, so you'd yeah, you'd be able to like keep up. I'd imagine you'd keep walk, away from yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's interesting, actually. Anyway, so they, uh, Greg, uh, takes them all to the hunting lodge for a couple of days. Like his family's got a hunting lodge somewhere or whatever. Yeah, but random, Hugh, but okay. Hugh, yeah, it is Hugh. Hugh recommends that they go somewhere far away and think about what they want to do in regards to yeah, to pass it on to someone else or give us some time to think about yeah. it basically. So he decides to go to this hunting lodge. 
they're undoing everything. She's busy putting up the bottles and the cans to try and make sure that no nothing's going to get to them without anybody hearing anything. Yeah. The thing is, the rest of them aren't in danger. It's just her. No, I, it, it's an interesting outlook on it because would you be scared if you know for a fact it's not going to touch you if, no. you, are, if you are involved in it? But it can hurt you even if you're not. I think if you're getting its way to its target, yeah, it will. Yeah, it'll hurt you. So mm, to a certain extent, then maybe a little bit. But if I know that I'm not, in the firing range, like I don't think I'd be as scared of it. See, I, I thought of a way to defeat it, and it obviously it's not not to defeat it, but like a cheat is if you if you was in prison, it couldn't get you. If you but was, wouldn't it? If you, throughout the film, we learned that it cannot, it's not it can't walk through walls. It is it's like it's an actual human being. It has to use doors or use windows. When doors are locked, it smashes windows. And yeah, when doors are it shut, it smashes through a door. Something. Yeah. So if you're in a prison cell, how is it going to get to you? How is it going to get through a maximum security prison? Obviously, that's no way you want to live your life. Some people, <laughs> some people would rather be getting chased and just take the take the chance. Yeah, but true. Because it's interesting that it it has to use, it has to deal with what's in front of it. Like it can't just skip a wall or skip a door. It has to deal with it. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, true. Very true. But it can implement items to ruin you. So it could find dynamite from somewhere. I'm sure. I don't know. I think that's far fetched. I know it's a bit far fetched, but you've got to think about the ending when it's throwing it the electrics into the pool. Him, yeah. Why it's considering it can swim as well. I don't get why it did that. When do we learn it can swim? Because it goes down and grabs all the rancor, doesn't it? Well, it, no, it dies. It 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 gets shot and then falls into the water. It doesn't by choice go into the. I know, water, but I'm does saying it? when he's underwater, he's grabbing hold of her. Foot, yeah. So it's comfortable being in water, is what I'd, I'd assume. See, I don't know because it seems. Whenever water's present in this film, it seems to be sort of a safe haven. Yeah, for Jay. That, that's one of my points because you, you get a lot of things related to her being in that pool. So yeah, yeah, maybe that is it. Yeah, maybe it's the idea of like the metaphor of water cleaning you. It's slow enough on ground, you. let alone in fucking water. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's not going to get too far on the water. What if? Yeah, what if you were just like on a ship somewhere? Well, again, is it practical to do that? Probably you not. have to come inland at some point, and then you can't afford to be on a cruise ship all your life. So it'd, I'd imagine it'd be a shitty boat, crabbing or something, crabbing STDs. Maybe there's <laughs> Anyway, she they're all at the hunting lodge, and then they're at the beach on the last day because they're planning to go back home, and they're all chilling out. Yara's in the water, I think, and the, this is where the bit when I was like, oh, maybe maybe Greg and the sister are sort of. They like each other because he he sort of gives her a look, mm. like oh you're cute look, and then he goes off to wee I think I presume, and but while he's running off, there's something coming forward in the distance, yeah. and he gets closer and closer and closer, and they're just talking about going into the water, and as they're talking about going into the water, her hair lifts up. It it cuts between no I think at this point where looking through. Jay's eyes, not Jay's eyes, but Jay's perspective, because we can see it. Mm. Sometimes in the film, it don't let you see it, even though you know it's there. And sometimes it does. It flicks between an, a normal bystander. Yeah, and but we don't Jay see. But see we it. don't see it. The person lifting up her hair. Yeah, when when it lifts up her hair, then we don't see yeah. it anymore. But we do see it walking up at the start. Yeah. What I didn't get about this is why would it not just kill her there and then? What's it picking up her hair? This for? is what I didn't understand. Like, why is why she is that was in thing? she was in prime net snack net snacking net. Neck snapping <laughs> position. <laughs> she was in pure neck snapping position, and yeah. she decides to pull her hair like in a cat just fight. I just, it up. yeah, I just thought you could he could have easily killed her. But then. we don't. But the death isn't as easy as that. We see later on when Greg gets killed that the st the the std the entity has to have sex with the body 
does it? Yeah, this, the... I know it does with him. But well, I, I don't I know if it has to. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's a very odd thing to be doing. I, maybe it just tries to make the most vulgar death possible because obviously the girl in the opening scene, the body's absolutely fucking like mashed into pieces. Yeah, like snapped. So maybe it just chooses to do vulgar deaths. But yeah, I didn't get why it didn't just kill her there mm. and then. But anyway, she runs off, manages to run into the. There's like it's like a little shed, like a little yeah, boat like house a little shed boat house, thing. Yeah. They're all there with her. Then there's something that goes. Oh no! Wait, we've got to get to the point where Paul absolutely deck chairs this entity and flies back because yeah. that's how it gets rid of. Like, let's go with her hair. She runs into the boathouse thing. They're all sitting there. She's an absolute mess, crying her eyes out. There's like a hole that blows through the front, and then yeah. Greg comes out and he's like, "What have you done?" She's she shot it in the neck by this point as well, and it's got back up. So you, yeah, you're learning that shooting's not going to help. Yeah, shooting isn't going to help it. And you, you before, if you hadn't noticed before, it get the thing gets blown, and you see the figure through the window. Yeah, walking past that fucking creep me out as well. It's that tall thing. Yeah, that's what freaks me he, out. The boot a hole in the bottom of the door. Well, it boots a hole in the bottom of the door. So the, I think this is when everyone now believes, other than Greg, like fully believes yeah. because because it came some, out of nowhere. Something booted that through, and there was no one about. And then it changes form again to a little boy, doesn't it? Yeah. Before it comes through again with blacked out eyes. Yeah. So she gets out of there. She manages to slide open another door and runs over to the car. All the meanwhile, you can see this person. Who's now? A, yeah. It's Yara, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. They've, That's who it's, it's turned into Yara, yeah. and it's walking forward and like sort of chasing her. She gets in the car, drives off, ends up going into a crop. Leaves a friend, I might say. Yeah, leaves just a fuck, friend. Fuck I think she knows they're safe, but even yeah. then, you could have just waited for him to get in. There was out running it. Yeah. Because you see all the friends running past uh, the entity, and yeah. obviously the entity don't care, and they don't even know the entity's there. So you'd have thought, get in, quick, yeah. we're going. No, she just fucks them yeah, off. She's like, yeah, I'm like out. You say, she, crashes the car she crashes the car and she wakes up in the hospital she's broken around oh god this this whole fucking broken well it's broken wrist i presume it's, yeah. not, I think it's an arm triggers me the whole film why just when she gets in the water just don't go in the water with, with a cast on i think that's the least of her worries though oh no but it just pisses me off do you know what i mean like you just don't do it why not put a plastic bag on it because that's like i said that's she's not asked about the fucking pot yeah but if it's gonna work what do you mean if it's gonna hurt it's hurting it's You've got a plaster... Like, if you've broken a bone, it's going to hurt if you're moving it around. Yeah. The plaster softened. You can see it when she gets out the pool, and it'll hurt her wrist. Yeah, but she's got a fucking <laughs> entity following it. Yeah, but it's going to... Like, why do it? Like, just put a plastic... Like, put a bin bag. Bin bags were invented in the 80s. Is this, did that seriously bother you? Yeah. Jesus like, all the way wept. through, it really triggered me. That's nitpicking, if ever I've heard it's it. It's not nitpicking. So, <laughs> anyway, she's... the net, it, it, there's like a load of bump and stuff happens and then greg agrees to sleep with her and so we get like a camera shot of like people in the different hospital wards and then they're having sex and yeah. one of the other ones so I, th- I think to be fair this isn't greg taking advantage it's because he doesn't believe it at this point but he's just i think he's doing it to like right i'll take a mind i'll, I'll take a mind off it i'll put a mind at rest cause, what a matter because i'll i'll sleep with her and then i'll have this god what what and a good that, person that, I am. That turns to fucking bite him in the ass, doesn't it? Yeah. So it, it days go by and he says to her, he's like... Because I'd imagine there was at the hospital near the boat shack or near that beach, yeah. which is where they drove quite far away. So that that, that makes sense in the storyline, the fact that it took a while for it to catch up to him because he was that, that entity had to make it back to him. Yeah, but Greg's just pretty much like, well, you know, it's been days now, it's been nowhere near me, it's absolutely fine. Jay gets a little bit 
edgy about it. She doesn't want to see Greg. Yeah. And she's watching his house a couple of nights later from her house because he just lives across the street. And she sees somebody walking across to the to the house. Walking up to the house, yeah. It's not his mum at this point, is it? Or is it right from the start? I don't know. I put it with a guy at first. I thought but it was then a guy at first. The mum looked quite similar to the guy from like yeah. the outline, so I didn't know what it was, but it was somebody. And we don't actually know whether it is his mum or not, because even though he says mum, he, he just presumes just it's his it, yeah. mum. So, but The way it's dressed is in like a nightgown and stuff. Yeah, you, it does But yeah, like you're right. Mom. You never get... It's never black and white whether it is or not, but you assume... I'd, I'd have thought it would have been. Yeah, but Jay tries to ring him. He's not answering, so she gets out the a room, gets out the house and tries to go after him. At this point, the entity is knocking incessantly on greg's bedroom door and before jay well before greg can like open the door he's already saying what is it mom because he assumes that's the only person going to be in his house he opens the door and then this thing just jumps him and starts humping him and he dies yeah what shit there what an interesting uh talking point is i don't think this entity is very clever it's actually quite dormless um it doesn't it it is that a word? Gormless. <laughs> gormless. There's dormant and gormless. It's actually quite gormless because I just mash words together. That's just something I do. I love I'm, it. I'm ahead of my time, <laughs> all right? It, it doesn't... It's not very efficient in what it does. It, it just walks towards you. Yeah. And it doesn't seem like it picks what type of form it, it's going into because, like, the first time it comes across to Jay in the school it picks something so oblivious that it would stand out like a sore thumb obvious so, so oblivious in it no oblivious is where you Jesus Christ for fuck's sake look picks, stop getting ahead of yourself with these words it picks something so obvious where people like it stands out like a sore thumb yeah it, it could have blended in yeah so you, I think it I don't think it's very intelligent no it just looks like it seems like it reminds me of like a missile like it's gonna follow. Yeah, homing one. It'll yeah, just keep coming it'll after keep you. coming after you, but it's not gonna take in its surroundings. Yeah. It's not gonna care about what's going on around it. It's just gonna do what it's doing. Yeah. But yeah, so the Greg's now dead. She runs off because she realizes that now it's back after her because she was the one who slept with Greg. Yes. And so it's going all around, all over again. So they, and they all sleeping in the same room again when Paul knocks on the door. She lets him in, and Paul's a little bit butthurt that he didn't pick. She didn't pick him to give her the sexual transmitted disease to. But but I feel like that's because she cares about him. Yeah, she cares about Paul. I agree with that, and she didn't want him to get hurt. But he takes note of a picture that's on the mirror and sort of thinks, "Hang on a minute, I know what we're gonna do." Yeah. Out of nowhere, I'm not quite sure where this idea came from. Yeah. But I have got more on that in my behind the scenes facts. Right. So the plan is. Go to the leisure centre, get in the pool. She's got to keep pointing at whatever, it, like pointing at the thing, yeah. until they manage to get hold of it, shoot it, which ha- which I really don't understand as well because they've already tried to shoot it and it didn't kill it. Yeah, and another thing that it gets hit with, well, the entity gets hit with a chair, doesn't it? In yeah. The film, so they know it's got a physical presence even though they can't see it. So why won't they just chuck a robe over it or something? They did. Sh- did they? Yeah, they chucked a sheet over it. Oh right. He was shooting at it and shooting at it, and he did get it once. But I'd then thought, I'd have thought that I'd done that from the get go. Yeah. As soon as it walked. But in. then the sister threw a rope, like a sheet over it, and right. we saw its outline. 
But before that, oh god, this bit freaked me out actually. When they were leaving the house and the guy was the naked guy was standing this on the roof. This bit just made me think bullshit. <laughs> right, go on then, fill me in. The 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 rule of the entity is that it will make a beeline for you in the quickest way possible. That how is being on the roof the quick? It's like it was on top of her, but the most efficient route would have been for a window or a door like it's done throughout the rest of the film. Not be on the fucking roof. Why is it on there? Well, presumably, this is my theory around it. I mean, it doesn't completely 100% make sense, but it does sort of lead to what's going on. When it came through the door the first time, she was downstairs. So it that was the easiest point of access. And when... But when she was asleep, she was asleep upstairs in the same room, presumably, as the balcony was. So it was probably climbing. Why is it on the roof then? But I don't know why it's on the roof. And also, when it killed Greg, it didn't... It, it, it went through the front front door, yeah. Well, the front window. I think it's there to creep you out, but it just does make... It made me think like... Yeah, it's just there's a lot of naked bodies in this film. Yeah, it just made me think that there's no reason for you to be on the roof. It would have no. been better if it was at the side of a house or something. Yeah, but they get this... And it's not walking towards her either, which they always, always, always do. It's yeah. always walking towards you. But they get towards... Unless it was just a random naked guy on the roof. Well, that is a possibility. But <laughs> it's, that's probably more scary than the fucking entity. Yeah, very true. So they're walking towards this ledger centre off the, the drive there, but then they're walking up to it. And the friend Yara is making a comment about parents telling her that she couldn't go into the city. And it's the idea of a cautionary tale because you don't know what's there. And it's that relates to the theory of an STD. Like, it's the idea of throwing caution to the wind. Like, yeah. if you do this, this is going to be the consequences. She really pisses me off, Yara. <laughs> yeah, she's a strange character. Well, I'm just going to open my shelf phone and write fucking shell list phone. quotes. <laughs> yeah, my shelf can't yeah, read what it is. But No, I like the fact that it's around a cell phone. It's cool. <laughs> she call me that, my shell phone. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. So she gets in the water. They're setting up the thing. I don't know where this whole... Ele- Did the electrics serve any purpose? Were they the, trying to electrocute it? Yes. Right, okay. But there's... Uh, appliances have got... Maybe back in the olden days. I'm sorry right, to get this all, is your electric engineering. I'm sorry to get all geeky, no, I like, hear all this. geeky on you, but in, in nowadays appliances and stuff... One, there should, there should never be plug sockets that close to a pool. That wouldn't, that wouldn't be allowed. Uh, there's regulations that stop you from doing stuff like that. I feel like such a geek right now. You are, but I love it. Keep going. And two, appliances are fitted with safety. And there's not only the appliances fitted with safety circuits and safety systems that would stop a whole pool becoming electrified. Right. Um, But also the circuit itself. Like when like our bathrooms, like, well, everyone's bathroom, like that are fairly modern. Yeah. Are, are designed and made in a way where if there was to be an electrical fault, then uh, the, the power would cut off before anything that drastic happened. But like you said, you don't know what era this is set in, so y- you never know. But it's it's illogical, the fact that there'd be plug sockets out next. And the, the plug sockets, I remember looking at them, were on foot level. They, they, were quite right. low, they were quite low down, so if you think you're going to get out of pool and start running around, you really think they're going to have plug sockets around where water can get fucking splashed onto. You've solved it. Wrap it up, boys! It's just... It, it, it wasn't too bad, though. I can't remember what film it was I watched. I think I brought it up on a podcast before. And the, there was something about wiring in there that was just fucking ridiculous. Oh, my God, yeah, I remember that. But I can't remember it what made, film it, it was. It used lugs it... on something, and I just thought, fuck's sake. But this this isn't beyond the realm of imagination. So was it a Friday the 13th when it was something about the fuse box? Or like they were 
possibly. generators or something like that. Yeah. And you were like, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I think it was actually. I think it was Friday the 13th, possibly. Yeah, it was something to do with that. But yeah. it was quite funny. So anyway, the thing eventually starts coming in. The sister says, what does it look like? And Jay says, I don't want to tell you. And there's a reason for that. Did you pick up on no. it? No. And I remember him saying that, but what was the reason? It's a dad. Is it? It's the dad. Ah. So... The, but that makes me question, can it choose what it picks? Oh, yeah, I think it does choose because I, th- I think it it's whatever it is to get close to you. Yeah. So sometimes you can be more... If I saw grandma walking towards me or being near me, I would be more unnerved by the fact that I know she's dead. Yeah. But if a random stranger was walking close to me and we were like in a busy place, I wouldn't really yeah, think anything of it. it. So it's whatever it is to get close to you. But I'm presuming we don't see him throughout the film. So Jay's dad's dead. Yeah. And so that that leads me to believe that she would be more freaked out by the fact that the entity is there. Yeah. So this entity starts throwing things into the pool, trying to kill her, I'm presuming. At this point, all bets are off. It's sort of the idea that it's it's just trying to get rid of her now. Yeah. So it's launching all these electrics in. One of them hits her in the head. Oh, that's brutal. That, that, That makes me cringe. Yeah. Not as much as the cast in the water, bear in mind, but it still makes me cringe. So... She manages to, like, die, still keep pointing as this thing's launching things into it. They imagine they get a shot into it, not before Yara's shot, because Paul's shooting. And he misses. And he misses and goes straight into her. Only into a leg. Yeah, it's only into a leg. It's a flesh wound. But... Just fucking walk it off. And, and it, the sister manages to get the sheet over it. Paul shoots it properly and it falls into the water. It grabs her by the ankle as she's trying to get back up. And she... It's a really cool shot. This. It is a really cool yeah. shot, and you can sort of see her struggling and her pulling and him pulling about and him pulling about, which is really cool. But Paul manages to get another shot out, kills the kills. It's a shit ending. Well, this is this is. I'll read more about it in the behind the scenes. It, it just doesn't make sense as to why it can be shot outside of water and be fine and be shot inside water and. But we never see it dead. I, I know it. Yeah, this is why the ending makes sense because. It, Spoiler alert, but you see something falling in the background like it's done the whole film and it makes you question, I wonder if that's it back again. But yeah, I'd imagine that didn't kill it. I'd be pissed off if that was it it dead. Yeah, I just think, well, that's quite a tame way to have to end something that's so unthought of, unheard of. So the pool looks really clear when Jay gets out of it and it doesn't look like anything's there. And they say, is it still in there? But what from her perspective, like there's red flowing everywhere. Like there's like red blood, like everywhere yeah. and i really liked that shot i thought it yeah. looked really good so then there's and also when she gets out the pool there's uh, there's like a burn scar around her ankle from where this thing grabbed her as well which i thought was quite a, a good thing well it's not a good thing but it was quite a good little effect there yeah. then we cut to they visit yara in the hospital who's still with a fucking shell phone yeah boring and then we also see paul and jay deciding to have sex now this is a bad fucking move and I know it's because then Paul goes on to a prostitute yeah. to pass it on. But this is my this is my query. Surely it would have been better for one for them not to I know they were meant to be together or wanted to be together, even though they didn't look like they wanted to be together by the end. But surely it'd be better for one for them not to have sex so that Jay could say to Paul, Can you see that? And for Paul to be able to say either yes yeah, or no. Yeah, that's a good point. But they both see the same thing. So she can say to him, can you see that? And he can be like, yeah, I can. And it's like, well, 
I think at this point they're trying to tie up loose ends. They don't know whether it's it's dead or not. And I think maybe it's because early on in the film, Jay goes to the beach and she's beat. You can see in her face, she's beaten and worn down at this point. Mm. She's, she's upset with, with the way things are, obviously. It's after, it's just after Greg's died. Yeah. And she goes, she sees three men parting on a little speedboat type of thing. And she, she gets in the water. And I think that insinuates that she maybe went out to sleep with him. Like, and mm. then pass it on but I don't think that happens no I don't think she committed because to it because that maybe that's why she said I couldn't go through it just because out of self respect or the fact that that's not the person she is and maybe that's why she thought because Paul was like no I will go sleep with a, a randomer yeah, yeah. To, to pass it on and she, she didn't have it in her which is understandable because it it'd be hard for a lot of people the thing is though in theory this is a good move like it was good that he said he, he went with a prostitute because obviously a, a prostitute's job is to sleep with yeah. Men. And so, oh, the, problem, the problem is with that, though, you know it's always going to come back to you because they're not going to be aware of it. Yeah, but it depends. It depends how many people they sleep with on a day-to-day. But then, even so, even if that prostitute sleeps with one other person, it doesn't necessarily mean that that one other person is going to sleep with somebody else. So they're not going to know yeah, about it. it. That, that prostitute, in theory, could sleep with 30 people in that night, but none of those 30 people are going to be aware of what's yeah, after it. Let, let alone if they did it, they, believe, they won't believe it. But so. it'll only be the first person that she sleeps with she gives it to yeah yeah but yeah say if that person went on and the chain went down to 30 people down the line the information has to be passed on as long as the std because otherwise yeah. it's just going to come back and get you yeah so yeah you're right like you, all you can really do is delay it that's the only thing you can do with it which is yeah, probably it's why, it's such, why it's such a strong film because it gives you that sense of there is no solution you can just delay it that's yeah. it delay it or die and at the end we have jay and paul walking hand in hand and they don't look happy they look really on edge, like yeah. they're holding hands, but there's no, it, there is no chemistry, there's no connection there. And whether it's the idea that this has ruined them, like ruined potentially what they could have had or what, I don't know, but it's it's an odd one. And then behind them, you see somebody walking in the background very slowly yeah. at a, a, a general pace, not speeding up or anything like that. And that's the end of the film. So, behind the scenes. Behind the scenes, right. This is going to be an interesting one for uh, for you. So, first of all, what was the budget for this film? $26 million. $2 million. I thought it'd be low because there isn't that much in it, but yeah. it's still a good film. It is yeah. a very good film. So I like it. why did it. I say 26 and not carry on? It's all right. We'll just... It's maybe because you were thinking... I don't know who directed it and who produced it, like who, who funded it, so... Uh, box office? I want to go with $112 million. Uh, 23.3 million. I thought, again, it was going to be low because it's one of them hidden gem ones. Like, it wasn't massively advertised. It was, yeah, it was one... I, I don't even remember it coming out in cinema. I, I, don't, I don't remember I don't how I saw it. it. Maybe on Netflix or Amazon Prime. I, I think I found it on Netflix. I watched it on Netflix. It was one of those ones where it goes under the radar for so long, then somebody watches it and then everybody yeah, starts talking like about it. like Bird Box and stuff like that. Yeah, it was, a, it was a good few years ago. I know now because it was 2014 this came out. But... I do remember a lot of people talking about it at one point. It was like, oh, you've yeah. seen it follows. It, and it, it was a popular film. But yeah, it only made 23.3 million. I say only, but that's still, you it's know. Not a bad return. Yeah, it's a... And that's only box office. I'd imagine it's made a hell of a lot more off once it got, did the rounds of people seeing it and being this Oh, yeah, insane. like a domestic value. Yeah, it would have made a lot more. Yeah. So, behind the scenes, the era confusion is completely deliberate. It's the idea that you can't find your foot in. It's supposed to unbalance you. Yeah. And so it's not you're not meant to know what era it's in. There's a lot of nods to Halloween in it. So it's, for instance, Annie 
is the first person to get killed in Halloween, yeah. just like the first person to get killed in the film. And Jamie, who's Jay, Jamie Lee Curtis. And the there's another one. So the red for shadow. So the colour red in the film for shadow is the arrival of the monster. If you look at the film, like there's a red ball that breaks through the window when Jay's checking herself out in the bathroom. Uh, there's red clothing, red nails, red cars and every time something red appears the monster arrives mm. so that's quite clever um we've touched upon this before so many theories um are around this film from stds to sexual assault or sexual abuse and how it stays with a person for the rest of their lives even if even if it's been a long time yeah how it stays there the and the last one is the director wanted a weak climax of the film so he wanted the he he didn't want this this cliche that you hate, which is somebody going and finding a book and being like, oh, this is how we defeat yeah. it. He wanted a Scooby Doo sort of thing of right, okay, we're a bunch of teenagers, we don't really know what's happening. What can we come up with in that time? Yeah. And that's what we came up with. And those were my behind the scenes like sort of trivia. Nice, decent. Thank you. So, would you rather? We've spoken about this before. It's my turn, so I get to pipe it up. Oh, it's mine though. No, it's not. Oh yeah, it's your would you rather, but yeah, unfortunately, uh. to be fair, I did have one, but we'll use this. We'll do the snail one instead because just use the. I was going to change it just so money's no object. Just put instead okay, of okay. So price. money is no object. So you are entitled to as much money as you need to get you from wherever you need to wherever you need to be. So or there just is to a, live the lifestyle. You or want. live the lifestyle you want. So we would really like to hear this on the Instagram page as well. So when this comes out, if you want to give us your verdict on it that would be cool as well but here's my question what, to what you. we want to know is yes or no and how would you live your life yeah so there is a snail uh, just a normal snail it looks no different from any other snail in the entire world and it only goes at a snail's pace so it never gets any quicker it never gets any slower but this snail is invincible it can never be beaten so you can't tread on it you can't get somebody to nuke it you can't it's, tag it you can't paint it a color yeah you so can't you can't touch it essentially so you've got this snail and it's it follows you for the rest of your life so it will it it never gives you any warning just like it follows it just appears it it gets there at its snail's pace and if you are in the vicinity and it touches you you are dead you you can it it, it, say for example to answer your question we don't know about in the film but in this scenario i think the way it's it's said is say if you move to america you get a flight to america and the snail will start from wherever it last was it will get go to the airport, get on a plane, get that like, the plane will go, it'll land, it'll get off the plane, and it'll so it can travel overseas and it can get or if a yeah. train's the quickest way, it will get on the train. But, but it's it, the quickest it will, way to get to yeah, you. Yeah, but it will only go at a snail's pace. The airplane will go at the airplane's yeah. pace and the snail's on the airplane, but once it gets off It's not gonna to hop the... in a taxi and catch a ride, it'll yeah. just go at its snail's pace. It only it only gets like gets on transport when it has to to physically get across somewhere so our question is the amount of money any amount of money you want to live your lifestyle so billions and billions whatever the amount is would you take that money if it meant that that snail was following you for the rest of your life and this snail cannot be gotten rid of just as we've said before it cannot be beaten or defeated it will find you but you get whatever amount of money to survive from it we've both answered this before so I don't think we should answer it again. We should just see what they want to do. Yeah, we'll see what you think on it and maybe we'll put up our opinions on our story later on. So yeah, that's it. 
So Jeepers Creepers. You next week, we're going to do Jeepers Creepers. Now, I do want to do a quick disclosure because I'm very well aware that this movie is a little bit... It's got a bit of a... It's a bit of hidden ground now, hasn't it? So we are very well aware that the uh, director of this film was a paedophile and an overall piece of shit. Uh, but we are going to separate the movie from the art because yeah. the art, sorry the movie from the artist because it's a great movie it's a and it, you know so. there's not the director was a piece of shit but we can't discredit the actors and things like that from the film so we're going to watch Jeepers Creepers watching for the film itself and not yeah. the person behind it so yeah tune in next week thanks tune for tune in next week for Jeepers Creepers bye.